What's going on, Trophy Kids? We got an awesome one here for you. It's a special podcast. It is a Bengal special here. We are in Cincinnati interviewing a longtime Bengals host, co-host, roommate, you may say. It's an awesome one. I think you're really going to enjoy this podcast. Let's go. Trophy Kids presented by Bad News Media. It is February 12th. We are back for a special weekend pod, Super Bowl pod. We are in Cincinnati. Who did? Had to bring on a Cincinnati Bengals fan to talk about the Super Bowl. Before we do so, though, we did go to the Xavier game. Kicked off the Cincinnati weekend. Solid win. Perfectly. Solid win. Beautiful win. Yeah. I mean, also, the fire And two, two, two solid halves. Two. Back first to back. time in a minute. Back to back. So. <laughs> First time in a minute we've had two solid halves, and the ki- uh, fire steel crowd can kick rocks tonight. Yeah, didn't get didn't get one text. Very quiet. Yeah, very, very quiet. Very quiet. If you can't take, and I don't want to see. I saw it on Twitter already. Some people are like, oh, don't go after the fire steel crowd. They they care just as much. Like they're really in it to win. No, if you're going to be like that against a top twenty five coach. Mm, you got to be better all the time. Yeah, you can get and, poked when yeah, we yeah. Uh, succeed here in the moment, yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good way to start the weekend. You went to the game. We did, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a great Good time. Good environment, right? Everybody, I think, underrates the Cinda? Xavier Big East basketball environment. Great environment. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, especially I think at a at a school like that only has basketball. I think you see it every weekend. Like not even every game. If it's if it is a after work game, and like you know, it's yeah. it's a, almost a like almost a packed stadium. You know, ninety percent. Dude, the fact that we don't have more Friday night college basketball, like big time college basketball games like that, you would think it's a crime. Yeah, especially yeah, when, like it's the spot winter. You know, there's no there's no high school football going on to kind of drag no. kids away. We got no college football. The yeah. NFL's wrapping it's down like here. Perfect, yeah, it's like perfect. the Big East should have more Friday night games. It's beautiful at seven. Mm-hmm. The place was rocking, rocking all night. Yeah, yeah. And like the SEC, I make fun of them. They have that like it means more here for the football. It's kind of true with the Big East basketball, though. We are, for the vast majority of the schools in the Big East, do not have, like, basketball is the primary sport. Like, it yeah, just yeah. means more. Yeah, like, yeah. there are, like, UConn technically has football. Mm-hmm. Somebody else does. I'm forgetting who. Villanova. Oh, they play, like, in the FCS D1 or whatever. Yeah. But outside of that, nobody else has football programs. It's, so it's all, basketball. all basketball. It means more. Here. Mm-hmm. Like, we it should just... be playing primetime Friday night games. Who who does the scheduling? The NCAA just puts and that out. Big East, I think. The okay. Big East for the most there's part some, handles conference communication. Yeah, I mean, well, we have a contract with FS1 Sports or whatever theirs. I know they have. Well, they have the WWE on Friday nights. It's mm, whatever. Big that money maker. Yeah, that is probably a big money. That's probably part of it. If, as we <laughs> as we think this out. Yeah. Um, but all right. That was how we're going to kick it off, because we had to say something. We went to the game. Yeah. It was a good game. I wanted to tell the Rolling. Fire Steel crowd. I'm looking right into the camera. <laughs> Kick rocks tonight. I have been. I cannot wait to see that crowd end of the season when we do great and be fine. Like, we're going to be all right. Just let's cool our horses. I shouldn't say we're going to be great. Just see what it looks like at the end of the season. He has earned that much with the way he's recruited, the talent he's brought in. Brought in. Nungy's a perfect example. No, I agree. I Huge agree. transfer in the transfer portal. We landed him. Game time decision. If Nate Johnson and Adam Kunkel get back to what they were doing before, like December, this team's rocking and rolling, and we're looking pretty good. Yeah, I I agree, I agree. But the reason we're here, as you see behind me, 
Houday Nation. Houday Nation. Bangle Nation. We gave the I feel Super like it's Bowl growing. A lot, lot of bandwagon fans jumping on. You know, How do you let, feel about let, that? Oh, welcome. Welcome. It's It's been a misery train for 31 years, so there are plenty of seats and, you know, welcome to the jungle, as they, as they say. I don't disagree. I'm all for bandwagon fans joining on to teams. That are in the area, like I, like I like that the nation's supporting it. That's fair. Like they, they they're not like yeah, yeah, yeah. but like yeah, but like I'm, oh, I'm rooting for the that, like The people who jumped on the Patriots bandwagon is Ever, a yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After a couple years, mm-hmm. like no, 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 I'm not. We're not talking about that. We're talking about like just investing. Yeah, in the city. Yeah. I had a grade on. school friend that was like, he's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a New England fan. I'm like, because they're winning right now, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, Tom Brady's the best. I'm like, okay, but like we're from, like you're from Cincinnati. It's just you know. I get it. Like, yeah, it'd be great. I'd love to pick the Super Bowl team every every year, you know. But it's like, you know, I get it. You want to see a winner, but have some pride. Have some pride in this. Have city. a little pride. Yeah, little, I'm with you on that bit, one. Just a bit. Um, as a Bengals fan, mm-hmm. as somebody who has suffered, who's been Years. basically as a lot as a lot a Years. long as long as their playoff drought is, how much are you loving this weekend right now, or this past two weeks? I should say. In this Honestly, the, run. Yeah, I would say the. Fr- the first win in the uh, oh for continuity, no big deal for continuity, no big deal. <laughs> um, like so, we got the big, we got the win, the first win. It was at the home, you know, it was at Connor was down at the game at Paul Brown, so I felt that was good for the stairs. Like man, thirty-one years, first time a playoff win has come. We waited for so long, you know. We had that that drought with Marvin, who was a good coach, but just couldn't couldn't get it done. Yeah, I, I mean, I think. My biggest argument with that one and the Marvin, I get the Marvin crowd. I get the people who hate on him and like they, they constantly were right the there, but they couldn't break through. And I get that. Uh, my only argument to that, and I, I, it's hard because oh five we're playing it, but that year that Andy broke his thumb, that, that year team, yeah, was I'm not saying, and even before they that, they were Super Carson. Bowl caliber. I yeah. don't know if they would have made it to the Super Bowl, but they were Super they Bowl caliber got on a team. Run. Correct. The talent they had across the board. Andy was playing a great season that year. Like it was AJ Giovanni Hill was yeah Hill was on fire Giovanni. You had just talent across the wide receiving mm-hmm. core Marvin AJ Jones Green. AJ Green mm-hmm. um who's the third guy I'm forgetting Mohamed Sanu Mohamed Sanu the defense Glass was solid. Eifert before he was breaking apart. Correct. Yep. And like you know you get perfect with the bad hit against Antonio Brown. Well, this was pre. This was all pre that. Well, this was just he was a good linebacker. So played yeah. played I would oh, say he was a great linebacker. Played a, played a heartbeat after the whistle. Correct. Yes, but a very good linebacker. Great defense. Like that team, had Andy not gotten hurt, that team would have been competing for a Super Bowl easily. That was a Super Bowl. In my opinion, the Carson Palmer 05 year when they had, you know, Ocho, they had TJ. Correct. They had Rudy John. Like solid defense again. Marvin kind of. Now he was there forever, so you gotta win, you gotta punch through. Like mm-hmm. you can't miss just, just all, all, day, we, all like, the city won was one. There were two incredibly because we paid for that. We paid for that stadium. We paid for that stadium. <laughs> one of the worst deals ever. Oh, the, one of the, and people don't understand uh, that. Like I was the sports. I think that Herschel Walker deal was bad. I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. train robbery, dude. I was a sports management major at oh. Xavier, and our case study for how not to negotiate if you're on the city side. Was the Cincinnati case study first. example one a? Yeah, like this is the prime Hamilton County, how, Cincinnati. Ohio. Yeah, how not to negotiate a contract if you're on the city side, and how do you negotiate a contract if you're on this yeah, team side? Fine. Like it was bad, but um, yeah, he just like those two teams were. But like, where different. where would it where were where's like a hot spot for an NFL team to go? Right now, now? I feel like they're filled. 
I mean, St. Louis loved the Rams. That kind of sucked that they got torn. San Diego also loved the Rams. As the far Chargers. as, like, market-wise. Oh, uh, market-wise? That's a good question. I don't know. Chicago maybe gets two Chicago, teams. Uh, I hate the two-team city thing. I also hate the two-team city thing. But I, think I, it's like, I get market-wise. Yeah. You probably, especially if you win. Like, if, if say, you know, God forbid, L.A. wins. The merchandise, the ticket sale, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it will pay for itself in this. Because, you know, people like What's winners. What's how Cincinnati's been? Cincinnati, and I think that's a good part that we should talk about since we're in Cincinnati. It It's so cool to be part of a city right now, like a smaller city, because everybody's invested, it feels like. Oh. like it feels like the entire – I don't. Every business, I've never been a part of a big city yeah, for yeah, yeah. A, a run, so I can't really speak from that. But I have to imagine like – new, Like a New England or like right, a New like York. New England's or, probably like crazy, but like I'm thinking like a New York. When New York's in the Super Bowl, the Giants are in the Super Bowl, like there's so much going on. There's so many people. So but do, many people. Do you think it, it gets lost? Like it. Or do you think it's magnified throughout the I think city? it's sections. It's very – Popular. V- yes, yeah. insanely. But I think as a city – like the entire city. It's hard to get that many it's people. It's hard. Like I have a delayed start like I'm in grade school again. And, like, you have, and, again, office, and it's, it's, it's a split city, right? So it's like half the city yes. hates – you know, it doesn't matter. Like, But the awesome part about Cincinnati right now is every building uh, on the skyline is lit orange. Orange. You have every every building spelling out who day with the lights, yeah. which every city sort of does to a point. My work, I'm a Cincinnati. I work for a company that is based in Cincinnati. We have a delayed open as if it was like a school. I'm off. Like when we were yeah, in school, yeah. where they're like, we don't want to cancel school, so we're gonna wait till the plows come yeah. down. We're gonna give you a delayed open. Two hours. Delayed open. Yeah. Like the governor Said. declared like a state yeah. of like emergency. Everybody wear orange and black. We're supporting Sunday, the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just like yeah. I'm off Monday. Thing. My boss said, don't even don't even worry coming in. Yeah, I mean, I would have I would have not come in regardless, but. Good for him. It's crazy. Like, it's awesome. The city is so behind it. And I think that leads me into my first point because we should talk about the game. We should talk about the X's and O's and all that. This is the thing. I've gotten some hate for this. I think my Zach Taylor take is still good. I'm dying on my grave on this. I think the team has won somewhat in spite of him. But I will say this. Like, I think this has gotten lost. And I want to I clarify this on the last podcast. I want to clarify it again here. I like Zach Taylor, the guy. He has endeared himself to this city, city in a way that very life. few coaches do. Like, he yeah, yeah, gets yeah. it. Like, he understands what it means for the city. He's giving out game balls to, like, local, local establishments. Like, he's not going to, like, he's not going to those establishments. You all Applebee's. Know yeah, yeah, like, yeah. he's not going Sorry, to the no free advertising. Like, he's going no to the grimy, like, hole in the wall. We love these. If you're from Cincinnati, you this go to these places. This is where you places. go. Yeah, yeah. Yes, like, he's going to those places and giving game balls. Here's a game ball. And he's still doing, like, the Jeff Rubies. Like, Obviously, you're not yeah, a town yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know certain bars, certain restaurants. He's still getting those, but he's going to MLTs. He's mm-hmm. going to other establishments mm-hmm. throughout the city. He gets it. Yeah. He seems like a great guy, but he's incredibly predictable. And we talked about this on the last pod. What are your thoughts on Zach Taylor right now? And it's hard because he brought him to a Super Bowl. It's an incredible – like, you guys it's are an incredible run. Schedule. It's an incredible yeah. run. How do you I, – I, I was a hater for a minute, but it's like this is his third season. Yes. So, like, first season coming in, no judgment. I never judge a coach on the first season because, like, what can you do, you know? Especially to a team that's completely rebuilt. Like the Bengals, yeah. So, second season comes in. I was like, okay, he's looking decent. And then Burrow got hurt, and then I kind of just stopped watching, and then we were losing, and I was like, man, fuck this guy. Right. But it's just like Marvin Lewis had hurt us so bad for so long. So, I just I I had a very short leash. So, I I wasn't really watching a bunch of games, like, really analytically. We were just losing. I was like, what the fuck's going on? Because I knew we had Higgins, solid receiver. I knew we had Boyd, right. solid receiver. Uzama, Mixon. I was like, offensively, I just didn't get why we weren't 
weren't scoring. If this right. guy, like this guy's an offensive guy, why aren't we, you know, scoring the numbers? And yeah. I get it now. Joey B wasn't, you know, Iceberg Joe wasn't throwing the ball. I understand. Well, also, you know, as we pointed out last season, I was harder on him. He had Joe drop back more than any quarterback in the league. Rookie year, a rookie. terrible offensive line. You had him drop back in that injury play. Like it's a physical sport. The risk is there. I get it. You, but you have to manage risk. He didn't manage risk at last all. year at all. At all. And like you're running, like there was no reason. You're on. You're you're backed up against your own your end five zone. yard line. Who? What? What? Sane offensive on third down. Calls. No chance. It was like third and fifteen. Yeah. I don't even remember the distance. And you run a bullshit play and he gets killed. Yeah. And that's like it's just the risk. As they've been getting play. killed all game. Correct. So With like, a defensive line that was killing it last season, they know I can pin my ears back and go after go, this guy. Yeah, so and it was terrible. So that was the problem. Yeah. That, that was my yeah. That was my big. I was like, man, what are we doing out here hurting this? Because I was like, Burrow, I thought could be. I was like, man, this kid is decent. I was like, I, it's hard to say coming in from a college. I agree. Who's gonna be special? But I was like, a winning. You know, he's got the winning attitude. He seems cool. He's got the cool. He, like he could win a locker room. Yes. He can. He can lead a team. Kind of. They can get behind him and say, this is our guy. He says, like, man, that's coming to Cincinnati, and I just – I'm always so scared for those special players that come to Cincinnati because it can be a bit of a black hole. I mean, Carson graveyard. Palmer was telling him, don't come. <laughs> like, hold and, and out. Right, and rightly so. Rightly so, you know. But, uh, I mean, I, it's nice that he's from – you know, everyone wants to say he's like, oh, he's right down the street. It's like, mm, not, it, really. It, not really. But, yeah. you know, like, yeah. As it's he Ohio. also tries to say – he tries to, like, not piss off the base too much. Yeah, yeah. He's Even like, he has to be like, no, I'm not really. He's like, honestly, I'm probably more of a Browns fan, which I get. Yeah. It. You know, I get. No, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Great that you're playing in your home state, I would, I would think. I'd if agree. If you can't play for the Browns, you know, the Bengals aren't a It'd be nice if the Bengals could build, you know, an indoor facility and training facility outside. You might need <sighs> you know, that to keep That's my only, like, I love the Bengals, but, oh, I – if Mike Brown wins, he'll be he'll be insufferable. <laughs> he'll have Hamilton County over bar- over the barrel, and it'll just be fucking. I don't know why we'll he be, we'll be building him stadiums for the next 150 years with holograms and all kinds of other nonsense included in a contract. This is tough because we're gonna get off s- track here, but like I still don't understand why he doesn't build like a training facility in Northern Kentucky and just get like Bro. TQL or somebody to pay for it, essentially like a private company. Because he would have to spend, he would have to spend a hundred thousand dollars, and that's too much money for Mike Brown. But they changed it up this off season. <laughs> look where, look where, uh, 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 Mike, look where we are. Yeah, uh, 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 Mike. Third, you spent money. You have the third most expensive deuce line, third most expensive secondary, and you're in the Super Bowl. But you're in the Super surprise, Bowl. Surprise, 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 motherfucker. We're here. <laughs> We're here to take over. Yeah. Um, so back to yeah. It, um, so I, I I have some hope for the game. I, I'm a little nervous because that defense of the Rams is is legit. I think I that's think. a good point. How do you think that that Bengals offense? You know, I talked about it, and I'll chime in here. But I want to get your opinion. How do you think the Bengals offense? We'll talk about both sides. Bengals defense, how they match up. But how do you think that Bengals offense and that Bengals versus that Rams defense match up right now? I think I, I think skill wise, we match up pretty good. I get Ramsey. Obviously, is probably one one or two best cover corners in the league is, with with a little bit of help over the top. But I'm saying, Correct, yeah, forty yards, he's pretty good. You yeah, know what I mean? mean? He, he, he can be like toast by my man Mike Evans. So yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah. See that and, and, and I think he he might get caught kind of peeking every once in a while because I, I think he will match up. I, I don't think he's going to travel much, but I think if Chase starts getting fo- getting hot 
Or really anyone. Higgins starts. I think correct. he'll get pushed to whoever's starting to catch fire. Well, the I think the problem, and I spoke a little bit to this, but I want to clarify. And Richard Sherman was the guy who really did this. But, like, the disadvantage for ch- a guy like Ramsey going against Chase is Ramsey, for the most part, and maybe I'm wrong. You can, mm-hmm. If I am, I'll own it. But from what I've watched, he doesn't play on the line, press, man coverage, follow you around the field. Like Jarrell Revis did used to do. And if you give Chase, he almost plays zero press. Correct. I think and if you give Chase the ability to get off the line of scrimmage, untouched, and get some momentum and work his route, the way he gears his speed and runs his routes is pretty like it's dangerous. It's honestly, like Tyreek Hill is still the fastest one A. Yeah, yeah. But Jamar Chase is right running there. away. Now, I'm not from saying him. he's the best wide receiver, second best wide receiver. In the no, league, no. But when we talk about getting into a route and getting those momentums and like shifting up like you are a car. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's tough. Man. Like, and, and Ramsey's at a disadvantage there. Yes, I agree. Because he is fast. I think he is faster than he him. Is. And it's just, like just factually. And it's harder to play corner because you don't know. Like you can try and, to gauge and, it, but. but and you know, too, it's it's hard to when you see like that the two of them have that kind of bond of like, oh, I see it's one on one. Well, I'm just gonna throw my. I'm gonna run and throw my hand up, and Joe Burrow is gonna put the ball right in my bread basket. And so it's like, ooh. I, I, like I said, Ramsey, I think, is a very, very good corner. Very good. Yeah, that's not um, to be understated. And 30 to 40 yards, he is good. But I think he will get beat a few times. Like I said, I think our skill, skill-wise, skill I'd take the Bengals versus anybody. I think the skill the, position. Skill, yeah, like, about. so, yeah. yeah. Chase, Boyd, Higgins. I would argue I Uzama, made the joke before Nixon. the season that the Bucks were up there because everybody was like, who would you rather take? And I was like, definitely the Bucks. At the time, we had AB, a healthy Chris Godwin. Like Evans, but now, <laughs> at this point, yeah, yeah I agree. The Bengals, right now, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you line it up, Nixon, even Pirine out of the backfield, run, or catching the ball. And he's Higgins, a good, a big, Boyd. a thunder back, a big physical yep. back that kind of runs hard. So, not Chase. that Nixon doesn't run hard, but. Chase Higgins, you know, Boyd, yeah. Uzama, if he, he's healthy, I don't think he actually is going to be healthy. But. No, yeah. If, Maybe if it just, wasn't the Super Bowl, I, I, he wouldn't be playing. Yeah, so. but I, I guess, like I was multiple talking, week injury. the trainer wouldn't keep me. I mean, this is a childhood dream, right? Like, you would have to shoot me in the head to keep me out of Correct. stepping on at least one play. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, like, I get it. If I'm a liability, I'll, I'll come right off. But you got to give me one play on the field. I want that to, film to show my kids and my yeah, grandkids. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, I was I'm right this. there. Yeah. I'm right there. Yeah, so. And he deserves it. He, he's been playing good. And, and our um, who's the who's the backup? Drew samples, sample. Yeah, he is just. He's tough, but not a yeah, decent blocker, but not yeah, a threat. Yeah, in the past not game. not yeah, not a not a threat. So, and I think where we might like obviously the Rams have a pr- pretty solid secondary as far as corner wise. I think their safeties are safeties a little are little sus. Yeah, you can attack suspect. the safeties and linebackers for sure. Which is exactly, and the linebackers I think which sucks that Uz- or CJ uh, is out. Is out but, but Boyd is really good in kind of yes. in between the numbers. So I think Boyd's gonna have a good game. My 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 betting for the for the, the crew, <laughs> yeah. I would take Boyd over a hundred yards. Would be my uh, my That's sneaky. Fair. I don't know the over under on that. We but. did talk about it. I can look it up here in a second because we I forget it off the top of my head. We did talk about it. my co-host for the NFL show. Michael talked about like, can you talk a little bit? He asked me because I'm in Cincinnati about the unsung hero that. Boyd is because Boyd was the way and correct me if I'm wrong he was he was the, dad, the next thing he was the guy that was supposed to replace AJ Green AJ Green mm-hmm. and smooth right in but he's now taking third seat yeah. almost and he hasn't said a word like that endears to me everybody Towards I know the, yeah, yeah. we haven't really talked about but other people I've talked about with the Bengals fans and what I've noticed is like he endeared it like everybody loves him because he just shows Said, up okay. every day. Yeah, I'm, plays I'm his here. Game. I'm running my routes. I'm open if you need me. If not, 
I'm fine, too. That's the best. Yeah. And he was a guy that was supposed to be the number one guy, and he's had no issue. His over-under right now is at 42.5, people. 42.5. So you're saying over 42.5 for Tyler Boyd. Oh, yeah, easily. That's That's easy money. That's maybe not 100, but he's going to have, I would say, 80 to 90 yards and maybe a touchdown. Um, I think he's going to have to play well, yeah. I agree. I think I think him playing well, and then I think Joe Mixon also needs to have over 100 yards combined ground and and uh, like passing. I, I I think those are the key. Yeah, my problem so my problem is I, like Joe it. Nixon's I, a good back, granted. But I, like and we've talked about this off air. I talked about it on air last episode. The way that they use Joe Nixon pisses is me bad. off yeah, because it's bad. Zach Taylor is the most pr- and predictable. From what I understand, he is not necessarily calling every play, but he is the architect of the offense. He is in control. Frames of it out. How it, yeah, Correct. Yeah. And it is extremely predictable, folks. And if you listen to the last podcast, we talked about it. I mean, when you look at if Joe Burrow is – and my girlfriend hates this because she just wants to hit me every time because I'm like, oh, here's a run, here's a pass. But it is. It's like if Joe Burrow's behind center, they're running the ball. If he's in shotgun, they're passing the ball. If you combine pass rate from shotgun – in run rate from under center, they are the most predictable offense. Um, I did not find this stat. It came from another podcast that broke it down. I got this from Payne Insider. Um, when they're in two wide receiver set, they run the ball 75% of the time. When they're in three wide receiver sets, they run the ball 33% of the time. It's an incredibly predictable. We saw it in the Chiefs game. Most of those runs, the vast majority of his runs were like up the A-gap. His successful runs were outside concepts, yeah. attacking outside the tackle, C-gap, those types of things, off balance, catching them somewhat. And so Nixon, like that's the part that furiates me, and I do, the part that I worry about with this game is Zach Taylor's mentor is Sean McVay. He pulled him into the NFL. He taught him most of what he knows. They're going to know that he needs to throw in something different. He can't be using salt and pepper every time. He's got to throw a little garlic a little salt spice. in there, a little yeah, cumin, a little, a little bay leaf in there. Like, we got we to gotta put some very, other ingredients and throw some. And if he does that, like, this is the point. Like, I don't think he's going to do this. Like, I just wish that – I wish this is where that, that job I was talking about earlier a couple weeks ago where, like, you need a person like me or somebody who's, like, a quality control coach to be like, coach, <laughs> you're so predictable. Like, this is the point where you can just – like you've been a softball boxer all your life. Switch it up. Switch right your stance up. You're gonna fucking perfect, get him right yeah. all the way. Boom. Here we go. Yeah. But I don't think that's gonna happen. Do you have any worries about that? I mean, they they've won in spite of that. He does switch it up in the second half. I gotta give the Bengals credit. They are the most chameleon team, especially the defense, which we'll go into in a moment. They deserve so much praise. Yeah. But even offensively, they change game plans in the second half. They're a second half team. First halves are overrated almost. But it almost it almost doesn't matter. It it almost but the first half almost doesn't matter. But my concern is here that it could matter. Yeah, and I think well, my 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 uh, my view on the coaching situation is, I think Sean McVay, great coach. You know, boy wonder. That's what they've been calling. Yeah, him. I've been a little iffy on yeah. it, but yeah, him and Kyle Shanahan. I'm like oh, great I've, coaches. But like, let's not put them. And in I, Bill well, Belichick, great yeah, coaches. <laughs> Bill area. Wall. Yeah. 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 Um. I mean, I, I like Kyle Shanahan more than I like. Um, See, I think Shanahan's a better uh, schemer, but as far as a head coach goes, running it True. all the base, yeah, yeah. Base maybe it's a split. Yeah, yeah, maybe a split. Um, but I think I think his, I think he's got a little bit too big of an ego for a head coach. McVay. I mean, ten points in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago should dent that, but I would agree. I mean, I don't disagree with what yeah, you're yeah, saying. Yeah. I'm saying that should have tended a little bit, but I also agree with what yeah, you're yeah. saying because that's 
That actually is a good point. I think I, what you're identifying is what I was trying to identify last podcast. Where like, when I've watched the Rams play these last couple games in the playoffs, I've come away with the fact that it's like they're not actually doing this, but it, you get the opinion like, oh my god, they're trying. Like they're throwing this game away. Like the way that Stafford and McVay all of a sudden like randomly shift up in gears aggressively and like outplay their hand late in games is I think what you're defining right now, which is perfect, is that cockiness. Because I've watched when they played the Bucks, when they played every game this playoff, I've been like, they're throwing this game away. Like, they're going to lose this game <laughs> because of the way they're playing. Not because of how the other players yeah. team is winning. And that is the cockiness that you're talking about. Because, yeah, they come in thinking like, okay, we're going we're gonna to destroy this team. And they're like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then they're trying to, like, catch back up. And you're like... Right. I, that's not... I, I, I mean, as a Bengals fan, I've, I've, I've not had this feeling since... Carson Palmer, but then even not even really Carson Palmer, the Red Rocket, bless his soul, yeah. didn't quite have the. the I knew I knew in a, in a late game situation, Andy Dalton wasn't going to go out and win you the game. Was my was my take? No, that there was one year, and I know people are like, "Oh my God, you're so wrong," but it was. There was one year where that was true, and that was the year he broke his thumb. That yeah. year he was playing. Was, that was the MVP. best year. He, like he was playing when you watch it. Roll back that tape. I'm not. I agree with your point. Every year of his career, I, I agree. agree, with that. I agree. But, that but that year was year, something special for him. He just, for whatever reason, him and his wide receivers were, were clicking, on, yeah. clicking, and mm-hmm. like that's what sucked about that year. But I agree. Yeah, he was a great guy. I think he was a good quarterback, which you can win in this league. Yes, with, with his good, style. Yes. but the Bengals weren't building the organization around him that he needed. You needed a guy like Carson Palmer, or Joey B, that would go win you a game, mm-hmm. as opposed to an Andy Dalton that wouldn't lose you a game. Yes. Right. Even I, though he didn't lose some games, but yeah, like you know what? It's like Ryan Tannehill. It's a, of the road. it's a Ryan Tannehill. It's a Jimmy yeah. G. It's a, a little bit better than Jimmy G. But yeah, but, but yes, like yes. you know what I mean? Like in that he's a middle of the road quarterback. Mm-hmm. A Kirk Cousins, maybe yes. Kirk Cousins is a little better. But oh, I have a take with Kirk Cousins. We can throw it out later, but I do have a take there on. Well, not so much Kirk Cousins, but uh, a little bit. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry, but yeah, my my, my coach. Yeah, the coaching. Th- my other coaching point. I think there's gonna be a lot of. It, it's just gonna be interesting to see. Because you got to be thinking, you know, so they've been around each other for a ton of time, you know, mentor-mentee situation. There's going to be a lot of bluffs, double bluffs, like, you know, yeah. I know this, you like to do this, so I'm not going to do, you know. So it's just going to be interesting to watch from, because how many Super Bowls have been, like, a sit, like, off the coaching tree? Good amount, I would think. I don't know. I don't have that I guess greatness probably, Bree, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are some coaching trees out there. I mean, we know the Billitech tree has suffered pretty pretty hard recently um the andy reed treat has been interesting i mean the mcveigh tree this is zach taylor right here i mean add to the yeah um it'll be interesting i don't i'm very interested in that matchup let's flip it because i think this matchup is super this is the more interesting matchup and we're sort of talking about so i think it's a good transition rams offense versus the Bengals defense the you sort of talked about it with the cockiness. I do think the Rams, they got to be careful here because what we saw in the Chiefs game, what we saw in the Titans game, what we've seen in every game, the Raiders were a bet. They were no, they were limping into the playoffs, but it was still a good effort by them. The Bengals' defense is one of the best chameleon defenses I've seen in a while. And yes, you did hear that correct. One of the best chameleon. I'm not saying they're the best defense, but they are one of the Second best half. at adjusting to what you want to do what you want to do, they say, I want to shut this down. Yeah. Case in point, Titans. They loaded the box. Like, you have you to beat us the through the air. Yeah. You got to beat us. Tannehill, You're not going to beat you us. You had to beat us. What do they do in the Chiefs game? 
Oh, you're you're. It's looking like a runaway train. Yeah, yeah. Freight gonna train. destroy it. That last, that last Henry S- Reed second half. Yeah, that well, the last play right before the before. Oh, the even yeah, half. yeah. Correct. They, they played stop, it perfectly. And they hold that, hold them to no points. But then like, they oh. come out in the second half as the chameleon. Oh, we're gonna rush three. We're gonna drop eight. You're not gonna keep a spot. Yeah, keep us. a spy for like Mahomes. It's so we beautiful. Gotta, yeah. So I do think the Rams here have a chance because, um, I would think. Here's Lou my, has been a fantastic defensive coordinator. Yes. Here's, I'll give you your point here before I interject. Go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, look, I think Matthew Stafford has a, you know, top-tier arm. No doubt. They have Cooper Cup, who obviously triple crown winner, <sighs> offensive Dude. player of the year winner. He's crazy right now. Not that's wide receiver in the game, but playing lights out up there playing yeah. lights like, out. there are guys like i would take maybe like deandre hopkins if mm-hmm. you gave me like you have to drive out but holy this man right now production wise he's the best production receiver, yeah, yeah. without question yep. it is just killing it and then, and then for the number two you have a resurging obj you know who is yeah doesn't have quite the top end speed that he used to have. Father of the Year award, OBJ's dad getting him out of the Browns with that tape of like my son's my son's essentially seven eleven. He's always open but not always doing business on the Browns. I mean, he, True. that's the tape he put out. He put out the tape like my son's always open, but you ain't using him. Get like let's get go. Yeah, let's he gets over on. to the Rams. Let's move on. And he's Odell Beckham is seven eleven. He's always open, but he might not always be doing business. Yeah, that's what so. he said on the Browns, and now he's on the Rams. And he's doing great right now. He's now that he's got the chemistry down. Yeah, so it's like that's a little little rough. Like we have some decent decent corners, but Apple's gonna get burned. I know. I know he's horrible. He's horrible. Dude, Apple, you fucking li- suck. If you're he is a liability. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But, but, and and our safety made good. up for it in the Latin part of games. Surprisingly so. Yeah, he has, he has made up for his mistakes late in games. But it's like, man, if you didn't mess up ten times, we wouldn't Correct. be in this situation yeah. to begin with. But fair, fair point, fair point. And you know the the the, uh, the safeties also for the Bengals pretty decent. So I think I think overall our you know our secondary matches up good enough against their their skill players in my opinion. Yeah. What I, what I worry about more is the, the run game with. Uh, Cam Akers, yep, with his mutant ability, he has to been come. fumble prone though, which has been that, hel- that helps. But they keep that going helps. with them, you know. And I, I think it, it, if we can get if the Bengals can get three tur- three plus turnovers, which I think they're very capable of getting at least two. I think three plus wins the Super Bowl for the Bengals. I very much agree with that. I sort of said that. I didn't really go into it last last podcast, but that is like the Bengals win if the following happens. They have to turn over the Rams, which I do think they're going to have opportunities. I think uh, Stafford's going to give Stafford, at least one away. I think easily. Stafford's going to give at had least multiple throws. At least one. He's every give game where they should have been like multiple picks. picks. Yeah. Like he he has been in that. Comes I get from, it. He has a he has a arm talent that is out of this world. He does but so, see, but I mean I think that's a cockiness of saying like I can make that throw. But here that's part I, of. I it. see. Yeah, I can, I can hit that. And then. So to build off that, Stafford has been torching defenses that are blitz-heavy and play man. The Bengals do not do that. They blitz at one of the lowest rates in the NFL. They play, they play a lot of zone. And they bracket you guys off. And they bracket them up. And when you give Stafford too much time, I think his brain starts to go a little haywire. And he just, like, you know where some quarterbacks, when you when you rush their process, they go haywire? When you slow Stafford's process down, 
then he goes haywire. That's when he starts to make mistakes. That's when he starts to force balls. That's when he thinks he can beat a coverage. And that is how you beat him there. But that does leave them susceptible to the run, which I think McVay is going to try to expose pretty early, which is one of the reasons why I'm holding off on the Cam Akers over under total until day of, because I want to see where that number lands on Sunday. I think it's going to continue to go up. But they do have to turn him over, and then you have to be less predictable in offense, and I think they have a chance to keep this very close. close. But the and defense think, is done. And I think if you keep it close – it favors the Bengals because I, I trust Joe Burrow more than Matthew Stafford. I, I just, like I said, I've never had this as a Bengals fan. That just, it's like a Tom Brady-esque feeling, an Aaron Rodgers-esque feeling. of Watching it, it does. If, and if I don't my like guy, the- yeah, If my guy has it going out, it's like it's over. It's like, that's it. That's the end of the game. He's not going to turn it over. He's not going to do a bad throw. He's not going to, you know, run around, do something crazy, get, you know, bubble yeah. the ball, something crazy. He's going to make the best play available called. Oh, 10 yards, 15 yards. Okay, we're in field goal range. Boom, we win the. You know, it's just. Yeah. I mean, I took heat for this a couple weeks ago, but there was, after the Bills Chiefs game, there was a tweet by ESPN or some multimedia company like, this is our next Tom Brady Peyton Manning. I was like, nah. Mm. Our next Tom Brady Peyton Manning is Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert being Manning and the fact that he is going to be extremely talented, extremely good, and his teams are going to go nowhere. And Joe Burrow is going to have the opportunities to continue to be. And I hate comparing anybody to Tom Brady. Nobody is going to be Tom Brady ever, ever again. Ever again. Ever again. Ever, ever. But that Joe was a Burrow once in a lifetime. does give the vibes of like he's never out of a game. He's very cerebral. He mm-hmm. just understands it. He takes what the offense is giving him. He is not like the Patrick Mahomes that is he's like, I have to take the big play. Every time. I'm going to take what big play, big he play, picks big. and chooses. Now, sometimes he still holds the ball, but. I think as he matures, and sometimes yeah, yeah, get out of it. And sometimes he throws the deep ball to chase that. Maybe it's correct. But when you look at it compared to other athletes his age at this point in their in their careers, it's it's ahead of yeah, yeah, ahead of the speed. Yeah, so so I think that's the next Peyton Manning, Tom Brady matchup, which I hate comparing people to that. There's never going to be a Tom Brady again. I've already talked about that. But Joe Burrow does give those vibes. Mm -hmm. Watching him as somebody who has watched Tom Brady my entire life intensely. And, it's just, I, and I think the team kind of feeds not only from him, like knowing that like we got that guy that can go down and make those plays for us. So it's like yeah. we just got to keep us. We just, like the defense knows we just got to keep us. We just got to keep it within ten points. I agree. You know, like we just got to keep it within. Okay, we get a stop here. We get the ball back because not only do they, we have Burrow, old money McPherson, dude, old money McPherson, I just put that ice that in out. his blood. He, he ain't missed first score. I mean, oh, the Bengals will be a field goal. Knock on wood, but he has not Dude, missed. Crazy. He is what a, a Robert Aguayo should have been for the Bucks. Yeah, this I mean, that's what they wanted. Is. That's what they were drafted yep. for, yeah. And it's killer. I mean, having a kicker. It just changes the mentality just a little bit because you're thinking look at those your offense, it takes a little bit Terry. off. Yeah, it takes a little bit off the offense. But you know what? We don't have to punch it in. Correct. If we get within 35, we, at least we get some points and it's not over. And the same with the defense. It's like. We didn't score a touchdown, but at least we got some points. Yeah. So like we can go out and hold it just a little bit more. Well, that's a huge advantage the Bengals have going into this, where they know defensively, like, hey, we can we can mess up. There's a few but if we get a stop here, get a stop there, Joey B and McPherson are going to get points on the board. Yep, yep. We just have to make sure we quarterize the bleeding. Like, we can bleed out for a little a, bit. A little bit. 
A little bit. We, we can make mistakes. Yeah. It's not game over. Like, that is a huge advantage yep. mentally to be like, because yeah, yeah. that doesn't get down on you. Because when you start getting it down on you, especially in a moment like this, things can snowball very yeah. quickly. Because I, I think, honestly, the Rams' defense is feeling, feels the pressure. Oh, 100%. They know that they're maybe one of the best <laughs> defenses ever to play. In a, like a, I mean, a they top. have arguably the best defensive player ever yeah, yeah. in Aaron Donald. Yeah, yeah. And arguably so, the best player ever yeah. defensively. There's an argument there. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to crown him, but there's an yeah, argument. Yeah, yeah. Like, You're crazy if you don't think that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, they. I feel like there's a pressure. And so I feel like the Bengals are just kind of playing like a loose free. They're getting hot at the, like at the at the moment that they Correct. need to get hot. They, you know, when when Brill was throwing those like 400, 300, you know, yard yeah. games, I was like, oh. I mean, it did help that the Ravens were depleted. Completely yeah, 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 yeah. But I will yeah. say this is a very good window for the Bengals right now because. I'm not. They they have a great window opening up coming in the future, but mm-hmm. they've very much benefited from the fact that the NFC North was depleted through injuries this year. Yeah, and that helped catapult it. Now they did beat the Chiefs twice. Anybody who thinks the Bengals shouldn't be here or that it's a fluke, you're insane. They yeah. beat the Chiefs twice, people. The one, dynasty once, that and, was and, and after once one, an arrowhead, once one, an yeah, arrowhead, once an arrowhead in the dynasty everybody wanted to crown after one Super Bowl, they beat twice. Yeah, I mean he's what? Now he's won how many? Um, AFC Championships has Mahomes won. Or he won two. two. Yeah. So and yeah. he was in three. Three in a row. He's been in three in a row. But he's won. He's won two of them. And he's won one Super Bowl. I thought he's been in four in a row. Has he been four in a row? I think it's four in a row. Oh, I might have fucked that up. Sorry but, for my language, Mom. Who's probably listening. Who's going to be mad. Oh. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. But. So it's like, yeah, like. Everyone wants to crown the next Brady. And it's just not. There's not going to be a next Brady. There's not, but there are going to be players that remind us. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. And Burrow has that, that quality of like he does. He's very cerebral. He's very no moments too big. He's mm-hmm. always in the fight. No moment gets too big for him. That's the thing too. And, I and, said w- this. and when he gets sacked or when he you know when he does mess up, he doesn't beat himself. He doesn't beat himself. He doesn't. He's not down. He's not out of the game. He's he got the memory it. of a goldfish. Yeah, he comes. <laughs> yeah, he got the memory of the goldfish right in it, right back in it, gone. And yeah. So. And that's the thing. I said this. It's not a crazy statement. He's played in bigger games than Matthew Stafford has. Facts. I, I mean, mean, they, they played in the same conference, yeah. but Joe Burrow played in, in a SEC championship game and a national championship game. And now they're game. both playing the Super Bowl And now the they're both time. playing in the Super so Bowl at the like, same time. Mm. And Matthew Stafford played on the Lions for his entire career. Yeah, he never so played in giant games. Yeah, like any kind of big game. So no. it's like, mm, like, about the same experience. They're about the same, yeah. yeah. So it's like, you crazy. can't really push, yeah. So I think, uh, so I think, I think our defense, yeah, needs... Like I said, if we get three plus turnovers, I, I like our chances. And our biggest, our biggest, you know, Achilles flaw, whatever you want to say, offensive line, obviously. Correct. And that does scare me Let's because be the predictability is the part that hurts there. Because if they know, oh, he's in shotgun, I can peer in my ears back and get after the quarterback. Unfortunately, the Rams back. are very good against even the run. They're great. So the Chiefs, that was the advantage of the Chiefs. Chiefs are great at getting pressure. They're not good at converting mm-hmm. sacks. The Rams are the exact opposite. When they get pressure, they get sacks. Yeah. They are a, they are one of the best teams when you look at the conversion rate between pressure and sacks in the league right now. And they don't have the blitz to do it, which is that is the tough part. Scary, yeah, because yeah, yeah, Joe Burrow has had the least. He has had the quickest release time out of any quarterback <laughs> in the playoffs so far. And he's and he's had to. He's had to. That's not by like I want to design. Yeah, it's yeah. not by design. <laughs> it's, it's not by design. It's survival. All. It's survival. Yeah. Um. But uh, I just and it, you know, I'm I'm scared to say it. My gut, you know, is all because they've always let me down. But I, I think Bengals are gonna win. 
I think don't hate the Bengals I mean, are going to It doesn't help win. that Mattress Mac, who's been as cold as... As fucking Elsa's yeah. heart. Yeah, he's been as cold as the Ice Age when it comes to betting big games. And he bet all his money on all... He has bet so much money. I don't know how he has this much money to bet. It's absurd. I mean, he's old, so he's probably just like, screw it, I can't take it with me. Yeah. Let's live a little, which... Burn it, burn not, it. I mean, if I was as rich as him, I'd probably be doing the same thing. I mean, if, if he Like, I'd make sure my kids and stuff yeah. were taken care of, but then That's I'd be betting. I'd be looking for any adrenaline rush I could get at that age. Um... But, yeah, that's tough. But I'm with you. I mean, I'm betting the Bengals. I'm betting them plus four. I may dabble a little money line. I don't recommend listeners of the Trophy Kids. It's not going to count against my record. We're going to say that right now. The pick is Bengals at plus four. But I don't hate their chances. I mean, they could easily get blown out if they're not careful. But Correct. I do think this I, is I think it could, I think it could turn into like a 41. Like this could turn 41-14 with maybe a, like another touchdown thrown in at the end. So 41-21 Rams. You know, because Matthew Stafford could light it up. Cooper Cup, oh, they, they could run it. They know. I just think that matchup-wise, the Bengals, it's just it's that just never off, die yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, they exactly. don't pick themselves up. Like, the Chiefs, you could see that last year. They get down on themselves very mm-hmm. hard. So when the Bucks started to roll them early, they were starting to beat themselves up. They were missing very routine plays. Yep. Like, things yep. were snowballing. That doesn't happen with the Bengals. And that's a big key to not getting blown out. Yep. Because then the, I think it's also psychologically the other teams, like, man, like, we're, we're, you know, I'm sure the Titans are like, dude, we are destroying this dude. Yeah. He just gets up and throw like first down. Throw. It's Insane. just like disheartening for a defense to be like, man, what do we gotta do to I get? I forget this? who said that, but they looked, they looked him in his eyes, and he was just like, let's fucking go. Every time they hit him, yeah. I forget who was saying that. There was some interview I was listening to after that Titans Bengals game, and they were just like, this dude's insane. Like he just. He just shakes it off and is on to the next play. It's like goldfish mentality. Yeah. Like, and it's like, it's like it, he didn't go. just blow out his fucking knee in yeah. the, you know, last year. And lo- Horrific injury. Uh, and lose half a season. Just in there dropping back. And you would also, think. Also, baller move at the award show to just leave the. Oh, yeah. Just leave his, come back yeah. player of the year. Trophy on the Like, I don't want this. This, I want ain't, this. this ain't the trophy on the yeah. This ain't the trophy Baller on the move by Joe Burrow. I mean, the yeah. man just got swagger for days. Yeah, yeah. And it, it doesn't even try, really. He, yeah. he kind of does it, like, jokingly. And it just kind of. It's it's almost it's a very endearing. It's awesome. Kind of kind of move. Yeah, as the dog just rocks the <laughs> camera a little bit. <laughs> Apologize. Apologize to the viewers. Yeah, it's all right. She found a home. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so Bengals are, and we're feeling pretty good. I mean, this is tough. We don't want to get into. We're not crowning a dynasty. I've seen some people like the Bengals are going to be a dynasty. Yeah, literally. I hate that. Like windows uh, in the NFL go like that. real fast. But real fast. there is some optimism. Third most cap space. You upgrade a couple offensive line positions. You it's a draft. deep offensive line class. Draft, I love yeah, a lot of guys. An offensive lineman. Get another linebacker or two. Ooh, man, we're cooking looking, with gas here. Looking interesting. Zach Taylor needs to grow a little bit. I hope, my hope is, I like Zach Taylor. I want him to succeed. I, I feel like I've gotten this rap. I've done the same thing with Xavier. I've become like this steel apologist all of a sudden just because I'm defending the guy where I'm like, I'm very neutral on the guy. Same thing with <laughs> Zach Taylor. I feel like I like people think I'm like this big, like, Zach Taylor's anti. an idiot, anti, which he has been dumb at times. Don't get me wrong. I think he wastes a lot of downs. I think he wastes first down all the time. He yeah. relies on Joe Burrow to be perfect on third down. He doesn't try to bypass that. There's a lot of mistakes, but he's very early in his career. So I try to preface that. Like, I hope, my hope is being in the city, excuse me for that burp, is that Zach Taylor doesn't get the mindset, which I think happened with Mike McCarthy and some others, like, I got here because of what I do, and I'm not going to change anything. I hope he takes like the Bill Belichick approach. Like I got here, but now in the offseason, I need to pick apart my entire process and see what I need to change. Like I hope he isn't that coach that is just like 
Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. It's bad. Like, they're winning in spite of him in a way right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I hope he understands. He goes into the offseason, no matter what happens, this outcome. And it's says, like, the talent pick pulled me through. Yeah, how do I get better as a coach? How do I change this? I don't get stubborn. Like, what I did got us here. That type of mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't think he will have, so I'm optimistic. But it is going to be interesting. He's young enough, I think. So, yeah. I agree. He's young enough in his career. There's hope there. He seems like a guy. He gets it. At least he gets the vibe of the city. That uh, that I will say, uh, yeah, which he is does. huge. Yeah, yeah. He understands it big time, which is something to be said for NFL coaches. Endears, yeah. Don't. You got you should endear yourself to your city. I think it just it gives it gives you, in my opinion, a longer leash. Correct. So hell, Marvin Lewis endeared himself for a little while there. Yeah. I mean, then it got ugly at the end, but yeah, like it got real ugly at the end. Yeah. But that, was, that was also again a Mike Brown hate. Correct issue. So. All right, not bad. Anything else you want to say before we uh, wrap this up no. for the Bengals? Um, I think I'm going to go. My, my prediction is going to be Bengals. We'll say Bengals 28. And we'll say L.A. 23. Ooh, I was going to go Bengals 24, L.A. 21. So... That was what I was going to say. And then, yeah, no, other than that, who day? It could also be a complete shootout. It could. <laughs> it, could. It, it could come down to who has the I ball last. That, yeah, I, there's a chance there. I do. I do think there could be a chance there. But, all right. Um, I am glad that you came on. Glad we got all of our uh, Bengals taken out. Got the flag I know. Out. I got the flag out. Courtesy of. Uh, who day? Pulled off the pulled out storage. We got it out. <laughs> all right. Time. Well, who day? Who day? Let's go. <laughs> Peace, everybody.